Hi, welcome muggles to Snitches, where we tell you all the wizarding secrets the ministry doesn't want you to know. I'm Carly. And I'm Lindsay. In each episode of this podcast, we'll dive into a topic from the Harry Potter series. We'll lay out all the canon for you from the books to Pottermore to J.K. Rowling's tweets, and then we'll give our own thoughts, ideas, and opinions or theories on the subject. Um, So today is just an introductory episode We're going to talk a little bit about ourselves and our connections to Harry Potter. Just some general Harry Potter stuff. (laughs) And then what do you think we should do for next time? Um, I think next time we should um, talk about Snape. I think Snape is one of the most um, controversial characters in the book, even more so than Voldemort. You know, people Mm -hmm. go so back and forth on, you know, hero or evil. So Mm -hmm. I think that's a great one to jump off on. Okay, perfect. So... Stick with us through this first one, (laughs) and then next time we'll do what we say we're going to do and talk about Snape. (laughs) Yes. So, Carly, why don't you start and tell us a little bit about your connection to Harry Potter. How did it all start for you? Yeah. um, You got a letter in the mail when you were 11. Yes, yes. Every girl and boy's hope and dream. Um, No, my letter (laughs) never came. My letter never came. That's that's why I work in a lab tech and take care of muggles. um, (laughs) (laughs) um, No, so um, I am Carly and I'm 32. um, So I feel like I really grew up with the books and the characters, um, the age that they were. So I think that that makes I don't want to say it makes all the difference, but I think it does make a big difference on the enthusiasm and interpretation kind of that comes with it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I read the books with my mom, one through three. Um, I did not read four and five. I have really bad ADHD, as you will gather from this podcast. Um, the amount of pages was intimidating. I was too cool for school. So I, I skipped mm-hmm. those, but continued to go see the movies with her, and she continued to read the books and talk about them. Um, So the interest and love was still there. Um, When the sixth book came out, I um, bought it at an airport and read it twice. And I'm a huge Snape fan, partly a big part because of that book. Um, And then I um, finished out the series and read the seventh book. Um, It's special to me because I mentioned my mom and we got to see the last movie together um, two months before she passed away. Um, And for a while, I really couldn't... um, watch it um, or read it and when my son was about three they had a marathon on ABC Family around Christmas time my husband sat and watched it with me and just I remembered that sense of um, loving it and being immersed in it and having something special with her and um, it's kind of why I'm a fanatic about it now Mm -hmm. I just decided I wanted to hold on to that feeling and that it could one day be something special between me and my son Brayden and Um, you know, even if he doesn't like it, that's fine. Um, no, it's not. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Right. Right. No, absolutely not. You're not a Dursley. No. No. Um, so, but it's just, you know, it's one of those things. It's very near and dear. Yeah. I feel like I should have gone first because (laughs) your connection is so deep and sweet and mine just, I just liked it a lot when I was a kid, you know, I'm 29. So similar situation where. I read them as they were coming out, and I was about the same age as the kids were in the books, and yeah. I sort of matured with the books, and um, I just, that was the first book that I really got engaged in on a very deep level, and I remember writing Harry Potter fan fiction with my friend Beth in grade school. Hey, Beth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you remember that? <laughs> it was really dorky. <laughs> I used to give my fifth grade teacher my fan fiction to edit. And I always wonder if she thought that I was just a mega nerd. No, but see, I think that's special, though, because you're, to this day, very creative. And, I mean, you do wonderful works of art when you write. Um, And so I think that 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 makes it even extra special for you, that that's the first book that really drew you to that, I think. Yeah, it was. Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings I really got into as a kid. Um, So I was just ultra nerdy. And (laughs) let's see, I, I enjoyed the movies. I've never been super duper into them. I occasionally will watch them, but I really liked the controversy. Like, I like to see them so that I could hate on them. Yeah, I, I get could, that. I get that. I could that. be like, oh, they forgot this and that. <laughs> I don't care so much anymore, but I really cared as a kid. It, it felt cathartic or something to, to like, be angry 
about something about like the movie that. Yeah, that yeah. I had no control like over. Harry's got blue eyes instead of green and well, that yeah is things a, like that oh man don't get me started that is such a big thing in the books and they yeah. made him have blue why it's as simple yeah. as putting contacts on his eyeballs yeah. but I guess a little kid it was a, he was allergic or something they oh, said yeah oh. I think um he even I saw an interview between him and J.K. Rowling right after they finished the seventh movie mm-hmm. and um he even was like thank you like I really thought I was going to get fired at the age of 11 I, he was already worried about getting fired because he could you know yeah and she said that she told them um all that really matters it wasn't so much the color of the eyes it was just that his eyes had to look like his mom so she mm-hmm. she said um if you just hire someone with blue eyes mm-hmm. that matches his i'm fine with that because mm-hmm. she loved in oracle for the part so but i get that and i'm starting to understand what you mean by doing that because mm-hmm. Because you're going backwards, kind of. Yes, I'm rereading the books. And so I'm starting book four for the first time. I just read books one through three for the second. And I'm starting book four for the first time. And I already am so angry that they've left certain things out. And it used to be like one of my favorite movies. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, how did you not put that in there? You totally could have made time for that. Yeah, actually, Carly just texted me the other day and she was like oh my god why didn't they put this part where arthur weasley breaks into the well not breaks in but depends on your perspective basically yeah where he kind of knocks down the dursley's electric fireplace it is a hilarious scene where they're like fred no fred go back tell george ah george no it's a good scene i like listening to it on audiobook because it's very entertaining i listen to the stephen fry audiobooks on like repeat they're like my stress reliever they give me so much just energy you know sometimes you just need to listen to something that doesn't require you to think yes and I don't mean that as an insult to Harry Potter it's just it's been through my brain so many times that at this point it's just like a happy memory sort of thing so I just get to go back and revisit it over and over again so I love listening it to it in the car yeah with and my I have two kids and one of them is a toddler, one of them's a baby, and they have both heard the whole series several times already. <laughs> As they should. Without even realizing it. As they should, it, no. yeah. I think it's hilarious that my little toddler earlier was like, who's Bill? Who's Charlie? When Carly and I were talking about this podcast, I'm like, I'm surprised you don't know because you've heard their <laughs> so many times. So many times. And she picks up on so many things and she doesn't know who Bill and Charlie are. But anyway, um... Yeah, so we both just really love Harry Potter. That's one of the things that brought us together as friends. Friends. We were neighbors. That's how we met, personally. Yes. the two of us. Now neither of us live where we lived. Yeah, no, we've both moved since. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But we've kept the friendship going. We've kept the... I love getting these... I'm very grateful for. Very blessed for that. Yeah, absolutely. I love getting these giant block texts from you about Harry Potter. My big rant. Yeah, well, it's awesome because it's sort of like, you know, like that podcast I listen to, Potterless, which is really great. You should check it out. Um, Anyone that's listening. It's about this guy that's reading Harry Potter for the first time and all of his thoughts on it. And it's coming from the perspective of an adult, you know, whereas we read it as kids. Yeah. Like you said, it gives you a different sort of love for it it really does I think it absolutely yeah. does because when you were a kid you're not going you're not analyzing it right from a literary point of view right you know you're not like hmm oh, what is this trope that she's using or what's this metaphor you know like you don't think about things like that you're just yeah. enjoying it as it is you know Snape gives that those memories to Harry and yeah all of a sudden you see a new side of Snape and you're like Snape's a good guy Wow. Yeah. But then as you get older, you experience life, you're like, mm, is he? Yeah, he has some, you know, yeah, you go he's back got some downfall moments for sure. Yeah, I would say that. He definitely does. There's complexity does. to it that yeah. you don't see, even as a teenager. I mean, I remember reading, I think it was Deathly Hallows came out my senior year of high school, either junior or senior year. And it came out the day before, sorry, that was my computer, came out the day before, um, I was starting conditioning for soccer. And conditioning, it was two-a-day conditioning. And the first practice was at 6 a.m. And I got Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows at night. You stayed up all night reading it. I stayed up all night reading it. (laughs) I was so exhausted at practice. I was so out of shape. So I was, like, exhausted mentally, exhausted physically, and exhausted... Emotionally, probably. Emotionally. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I still have that, like, 
pain of oh, yeah. after that practice. Yeah. How bad. Everything oh, I hurt. can only imagine. Everything hurt. Yeah. And also I felt like it was the end. Yeah. I, I get that too. Um, you know, like when you finish a good book and you're like, you want more. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. Which is part of why I think I like Cursed Child so much, which mm-hmm. we can talk about at oh, a later Lord. a later thing. Oh, Lord. Um, but I can we remember, will. like, um, in Half-Blood Prince, like, Dumbledore dies, and I'm like, oh. And then my mom read it. Dumbledore and like dies? In te- Yeah. I know. Right? <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, so she's, like, in tears. I mean, just in yeah. tears. And I'm like, what's wrong? And she's like, Dumbledore. And um, so I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, Dumbledore died, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I read the seventh book, and I I read about Dobby, and I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I had the same reaction she Mm -hmm. did to Dumbledore over Mm -hmm. Dobby. And then when Snape died, I was just, I'm a huge Snape fan, by the way, guys. Um, I know his faults, but I've got good theories and done research, and I just love him. You hear all about it next time. Yes, yes. Um, So when Snape died, I was like, (gasps) like, I just. Shocked. Oh, it broke my heart. Mm-hmm. It absolutely broke my heart. And I so, think it broke mine too, and I didn't even really care about him. Yeah, because he yeah. has this very like redeeming thing yeah. at, at that. But it was it was the end to the, the series and mm-hmm. I kinda regretted at that point I hadn't read the fourth and fifth. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, it was because I think I was a senior in high school when yeah. the the last book came out. And so It's almost um, depressing. Yeah, yeah, it was. You finish and, a, something that you really enjoy reading, and you think, what could possibly come close to this? I yeah, mean, I've, not ex- Twilight. I I'll tell you that. Not Twilight. Don't oh, somebody no. try to get me into that. Oh, I, no. I watched the movies, mm-hmm. and they said, "Oh, the book's way better." But I didn't even know what it was. So when I went to the movie and watched it anyway, I came back, mm-hmm. tried to read the book. Mm-hmm. I put it down after four chapters. Oh, it's weird. It's awful. But yeah. the, I guess that's a side note. That's that's an ADHD that's moment okay. there. But no, that's what yeah. <laughs> Look. This thing, if you can't handle us going on tangents, don't listen. Because <laughs> I don't think we can do. We can, we can't stay on task. No, I mean, no. I think not... when you're when you when you're best friends and you're talking about that subject, it just mm-hmm. flows to where you try and hit bullet points, but yeah. you're gonna swerve a little bit. It's yeah. gonna be like I had another friend who sent me a picture of like train tracks, and they were mm-hmm. going all different directions. And she's mm-hmm. like, "This is you telling a story." And I thought it was hilarious, and I responded back, and I said, yes, and I get you to the same destination, but you see a lot more sights. Yes. So it's kind of how I feel like our podcast is going to go. Yeah, I think that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, but ultimately, this is for fun for us. Yes. We have kids. We have jobs. Well, you do. Yeah. No, you do too. You do too. Well, not at the moment, working on it, but we have, we have, yeah, I just had a baby, but. We, we have lives outside of this, and this is, like, our just time to talk to each other. And if other people want to listen in, that's great. Yeah. Um, if they don't, that's great, too. Leave a we'll one-star review, leave a five-star review. Yeah. I could not care less. Yeah. It's just about us enjoying something that we enjoy. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and just putting it out in the world, I mean, in yeah. a positive way. So yeah, exactly. I love that. Consume it or don't. Yeah. We're putting it out there for you. It's on the table. You can eat it if you want to. (laughs) (laughs) Or you can leave it. Like those Brussels sprouts that I gave you tonight. (laughs) Which, by the way, were good. They were very good. Good texture, but good good taste for sure. Um, We'll fry them next time. Yeah. I love that we decided to do this, though, because we Mm -hmm. have just, it's given us more time to get together. I mean, between Mm -hmm. the research and and Mm -hmm. setting up, and I feel like it's definitely, because we tend to both are guilty of putting people in front of ourselves a lot of the time, and I think it's a really wonderful thing that we are taking time to do this with each other. And I love that I've gotten to see you so much, especially Aww. since we don't live next door anymore. Yes, so, I know. Yeah, it's been awesome. I completely agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, so enough of our mushiness. Okay, that'll happen <laughs> probably a little other. bit in each episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so today we just want to talk about magic in general. Yes. In the Harry Potter universe. So, yes. I mean, if you've read Harry Potter, which basically everyone has, you already know these things. But you might not have, if you haven't read it as many times as I have, or if you haven't seen the movies as many times as Carly has, you might miss these certain details that after you read it a few times or you watch the movies a few times, you, you start to go, on it. hmm, Makes but you what think. about this or that? Yeah. You know, what, how do they do what they're doing, for example? So let's yeah. talk a little bit about that. Let's talk a little bit about the magic. So, Carly... Yes. You did some stuff. You were looking up, like, where the magic comes from in yeah. this story. So why don't you Yeah, which um, tell a little bit. 
basically what it boils down to without making because it could really take up a whole episode in and of itself is you're born with it um it's it's in your dna and um you can come from a a witch and wizard you can come from a half witch muggle with a wizard you can come from muggle muggle i mean you can come from any aspect and it's really kind of just like a pairing (laughs) any pairing yeah yeah. so is it like a dominant and recessive gene i think so yeah some of the research i found um even mentions like how squibs will integrate with the muggle world when they Mm -hmm. don't fit into theirs and so even though they're a squib that that somehow that dna is there and it can come out later on in generations so Mm -hmm. like I even Mm -hmm. think you know for Hermione I don't know that anyone ever truly comes from muggle muggle it's more like Mm -hmm. muggle squib somewhere down the line so yeah I feel like you know there it's probably in everyone's family from somewhere yeah so it's just a recessive trait yeah and the people that it doesn't come out in yeah yeah that's interesting also I love how we're talking about this like it's a real thing oh I know right (laughs) that's part of the passion behind it I get so into it it's a trait yeah yeah gene and your DNA. <laughs> yeah, a friend at work one day looked at me and I was like talking about Hogwarts or something. I'm like, but if I go, but when I go to Hogwarts and I was so adamant and they were like, Brooke, you know it's not a real place. And I'm like, you just said Brooke. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry guys. No, I go, I go, I tend to go by Brooke at my job. Um, I've chosen to go by Carly on this podcast because that is what my mom called me and Harry Potter is special between me and my mom. And actually that is what my husband calls me all the time at home. So I answer to it constantly. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what mm-hmm. he calls me is Carly mm-hmm. um, because that's what mom called me. So mm-hmm. I go by both, and you'll probably hear me and Lindsay both slip up at some point and, and say yep. one or the other. Yep. Um, but, so yeah, just, just so that. that we don't confuse you. <laughs> yeah. I just go by Lindsay. So Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty simple there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yes, back to what we were talking about, the genes. Yeah. But I know you had done some more research, so you found kind of how magic is, like, kind of wielded, basically, right? Yeah, so, and this is something I've thought about a few times myself, it's like, okay, do they have to have a wand? Because we know in these books, when they turn 11, they get this, they're, at least for Hogwarts in England or the United Kingdom or wherever Mm -hmm. that's, well, let's say United Kingdom because it's Scotland is where Hogwarts is, um, so in that area, they get their letter before they turn 11 or as they turn 11, then they have to go and get their wand in order to go to school. Mm-hmm. So J.K. Rowling has said that you, great witches and wizards can do quality magic. That's the key word there, mm-hmm. quality magic without a wand. Right, yeah. Which sort of shocked me in a way because... We see in the books and the movies, we see a lot of people doing magic without a wand. Mm-hmm. However, it's always accidental. Yeah, like or, kids who haven't learned how to exactly. control it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So for Harry, for example, it was accidental. Yeah. He, uh, Aunt Petunia cut his hair and he hated it. So he grew it back overnight because he was so stressed about it. And he looks in the morning and there it is long again. He's like, oh, thank God. Or like talking parcel tongue. He thinks he's talking English and he's mm-hmm. talking parcel tongue. Yeah. He doesn't even realize yeah. it. Yeah. Or he ends up on the roof of his school trying to get away from Dudley, I think, or some bullies. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there are also some that use it deliberately as well, like Lily. We yeah. see in Deathly Hallows when we're looking in the um, pensive back to his Snape's memories. memories. Mm-hmm. Um, Lily jumps off of a swing and she kind of floats down to the ground on purpose and we know it's on purpose because Petunia's like oh Lily mommy said not to mm-hmm. you know that's my annoying Petunia voice mommy said not to that's a good I think that's a good impression of young Petunia yeah yeah oh it's <laughs> except it should be English British <laughs> mommy said not to <laughs> <laughs> Lily um so Lily does it she also does the thing with the flower, you know, where it, like, blooms, and then it retracts, and then it blooms again. Yeah. So that's deliberate use of it. Voldemort uses it deliberately as a child. We don't know the details of it, but he talks to Dumbledore about how he, like, makes people do what he wants them to. Yeah. Which is yeah. crazy. And the, and the cave, the incident in the cave, which is, mm-hmm. we'll talk about later on, but yeah, he does. He clearly yeah. does. And then Ariana uses it. Not very not well, Not deliberately. Though. Yeah. And yeah. she it comes back to bite her in the butt basically because she can't recreate that and those muggle kids did whatever they did, did to her. left up in the air to yeah. her about um 
not being able to reproduce that magic. So I think that's really interesting that we've never seen. I I I I don't know what Voldemort did to those kids in the cave, obviously, yeah. but I don't think we've ever seen high quality magic done right, without just a quantity. Wand. Yeah. But not just quality. like yeah. simple things. Yeah. We've not seen like Neville when he gets pushed by his uncle, like he he bounces down himself. the street yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, exactly. We've seen maybe you could consider them some of them deliberate, but I don't know that any of them are high quality. So I would be interested in seeing an example of that. Maybe if somebody knows of an example that I'm totally forgetting. Yeah, or that's been maybe maybe in the movies or something. something. I'm trying know. to think in the movies if there's any anywhere. Um, no, I mean, I think the highest quality I saw of that in the movies mm-hmm. was probably, like, it would have to have been, like, a potions class where you don't really use a wand yeah. to do anything. Mm-hmm. But then again, like, we had been talking earlier before the podcast, like, mm-hmm. is that really, is it just the ingredients? Or that is are it magical the magic they or is it the I don't process know that that would that's even magical? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's something we're going to have to talk about, too, is potions. Yeah. So I don't That's know that I, another... I can't remember it in the movies. Well, either. anyway, so we yeah. know that <laughs> if they if they have a wand, they can really channel that magical gene that's within them and yeah. give precision to their desires or whatever it is they're trying to do. And in order to do that, it takes a movement of some sort. Yeah, like swish and flick, you mm-hmm. know. And you have to be very precise. Like, yeah, what you're it's doing. a precise mm-hmm. movement that seems to go along with each spell. It seems that each spell has a, a certain movement that's supposed to go with it. Um, in the movies, I think we see a lot of flair, like a lot of different ways Fancy of wielding yeah. the wand. And maybe you can add that in as long as you do the certain, I don't know, wrist motion or whatever. <laughs> and, of course, you also need the spell itself, yeah. which we know can be verbal or nonverbal, depending on your skill. Yeah, which Dumbledore, we were talking about. And also about, depending a lot on the spell. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the spell itself. Because I know Harry found... Uh, I think it's Levi Corpus that he found in um, the Half-Blood Prince's copy of the potion-making book. And yeah. Levi Corpus next to it says, like, nonverbal. And so he just thinks Levi Corpus with his wand out, and then Ron <laughs> flies up into the air. <laughs> so maybe some spells are specifically made only to be nonverbal. I don't know. It's weird yeah. because we see James use it. In Snape's memory. And he does He says yeah. Levi Corpus. Yeah. So, huh? I don't know. <laughs> I know. I know. And I feel like a lot of this that's stuff what that's this, in We should have called this book. podcast, Huh? huh? Harry Potter. Question <laughs> <laughs> mark? I have questions with yeah. the Harry Potter series. I know. I And, you know, we, some of these things we'll never get a direct answer to. Because I think even if you asked um, well, sure. J.K. Rowling, yeah. you never would know if she's... Yeah. Really, not that I think she's a very honest person. She's very open about a lot of things in her life, but I think some things she holds so close that I don't know that she would. She would dance around this. Yeah. Stuff. Not like she would dance she, around it. She might not know. Yeah, you know, there are some things that I'm sure you just don't think about when you write it. You yeah. know, I like to write, but I can't imagine creating such a the world. Yeah, the world, like a whole universe. The I only person that I think has really that. successfully done that is J.R.R. Tolkien. Yeah, with Lord of the Rings. Because he yeah. made up some languages, you know, he's like, he, he went real, real hard. Deep. Yeah. Real deep initially, like not even just post-publishing where people are asking questions and stuff like J.K. Rowling is doing. Yeah. You know, he couldn't come out with a website to Back like then. expand <laughs> yeah. upon stuff. Um, but that, that's an, ex- I think, a sort of exception for the most part. I feel like yeah. usually we're left with questions. Yeah, and then Lord of the Rings were left with questions, but and I think J.K. Rowling. I don't think she needs well. to answer all of them. No, and I don't think she should have to because I mean I think she gets to a point where, like you said, there's always going to be something somewhere mm-hmm. that people feel like get missed or was you know misunderstood or whatever. And I th- I think for J.K. Rowling to, it seems like a large amount that people want to question, especially with Fantastic Beasts being out. Um, people I think aren't giving her enough. Um, Faith. Faith. That would be yeah. a good choice of word. I mean, I have yeah. faith that it's going to turn out to be a great storyline, and I think yeah. people need to realize she's really good at pulling things together and putting a bow on it. Mm-hmm. And um, But she's also good at kind of going back and editing a little bit what she's done to make it fit the the current yeah 
status. Like, she made Dumbledore gay after publishing. After or at least she explicitly stated that. Yeah. Yes, there are some hints to it in the books, so I'll give her that. Yeah. She said in her mind when she was writing it, he was always, that's why he was so, like, kind of... Flamboyant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not and to I, say that gay people have to be flamboyant. That's a yeah. stereotype I don't want to, like, convey. But, you know, she, she gives them some exciting colorful outfits the other men in the um he likes story to, to wear yeah he has some feminism to, to him, him which maybe other characters don't show, show as much yeah, i would agree with that and I, but i never really noticed reading i just thought yeah. he was a little bit um i always was wondering true to if himself. him and mcgonagall were like gonna get together when i was a kid oh, because yeah. they were so mm-hmm. close mm-hmm. the books that i did read i was like oh but you know now she's giving out mcgonagall's backstory and even though i'm just now reading the fourth book for the first time um, there was an interview somewhere, and I, I can't remember where it was, or I would, you know, try and post, like, a link to the link or whatever, but, mm-hmm. um, someone had asked her why the fourth book was so large mm-hmm. for Goblet of Fire, and she had said there was originally a character that was supposed to be a cousin of the Weasleys or something like that, um, that was supposed to be a big part of it, and when she got towards the end of the story, she thought, oh, no. Like, this really doesn't work for the rest of what I'm going for for the rest of the series. And so she backtracked. And the reason there is so much in the Goblet of Fire is because she was filling in holes, plot holes, where she had removed this character. What? Yeah, I know. Even though I hadn't read the book, I was like... I had no idea. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. So, yeah. I thought it was long just because she had a lot that she... She had the Quidditch World Cup in there. She had three tasks for the Triwizard Tournament. You know, she had um, Voldemort coming back to life, basically. There's just a lot to squeeze in there. There is a lot. And I'm wondering if, like, because she helped on the Cursed Child. So Mm -hmm. even though she didn't write herself, they went to her and she had to read it. And she would, um, I saw an interview where she would be like, no, 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 no. That's not right. Go back and redo it. Um, So she wanted to stay true to the characters. Mm -hmm. And so I wonder if Hmm. that's why a lot of that in the Cursed Child is based on the fourth book. Maybe she's trying to add in some little points that... That's why they choose that time to go back. I don't know. I just thought of that. That's an interesting thing to look into. It is. Also, why didn't she just have them, like, change it all? Yeah. Because none of it is... I struggle with the fact that Cedric Diggory, who is a Hufflepuff, which is my house, ladies and gentlemen, okay? We're not a bunch of duffers. We're loyal. We're hardworking. We're very smart. We're just, you know, we don't... We're not overly prideful so you're accepting humble friendly yes yes and so the fact that Cedric Diggory turns into a death eater in that book another spoiler alert is um well screenplay um Mm -hmm. that that's something I struggle with as much as I love Cursed Child there's a few things I struggle with in that well it's it's very odd to do that just for like one moment of shame basically yeah, for someone who's like, oh, so, I'm evil now. Yeah, I mean, I'm he mad was because somebody embarrassed me. He was ah. a prefect, right? Like a prefect, yeah. and like mm-hmm. just um, he had a supposed lot going to be very handsome. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, yeah. the guy who plays him is super handsome. Rob Pattinson. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, he's mm-hmm. different kind of look, but very handsome. So he's very um, brooding. Yeah, brooding. That's what I think of that guy. Yeah, just brooding. When he's not covered in um, Mary Kate and Ashley makeup glitter for Twilight. Mary Kate Ashley. <laughs> That's what I thought of the whole time. Tell me why I was thinking Mary Kay when oh. you said that. <laughs> and then I was like, oh yeah, little girl, sleepover, pizza, <laughs> billboard dad. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love New York Minute. I love New York, but billboard dad was probably one of my favorites. I liked billboard dad. Yeah. 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 That's, uh, so. I have seen New York Minute. I can't remember it, but anyway, let's not talk about Mary Kay yeah. That'll so, be a whole. We'll have another episode on Mary Kay Ashley. Ashley. Yeah. And their connection to the Harry yeah. Potter universe later. Um, but what were we talking about? Oh, like Goblet magic, like, yeah. Yeah, magic, yes. Magic in general, yeah. Wands. They got some weird laws. Yes, they do have some weird laws. Um, why don't you tell about, oh yeah, I've got those. my little note cards here. I'm yeah. a little note card, um, but Lindsay's really good at keeping me on track when I start to rant, so I greatly I appreciate totally that. I am not. No, I'm you totally are. Not. You, I, you may not realize that you've caught me a few times. Oh, um, my bad. So, no, I I'm love that. Too. <laughs> no. Um, so some of the laws they have, like, um, for example, um, like going into hiding. They've been in hiding since, like, 1692, apparently. Statute of secrecy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it and looks... that's just in the UK. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they've been hiding the whole time they've been over here in the United States. I mean... Mm-hmm. 
it really represents kind of a lot of segregation, I think, that went on through all of that, settlers and everything. Yeah. I feel like they've never really been out in the open mm-hmm. from there. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting enough, the Malfoy family is kind of like a little fast fact. The Malfoy family um, was against going into hiding because part of how they gained all their wealth was from um, doing magic for royalty, and they would give them land, and and they were against it Now, when it you say first. doing magic for royalty, what? Do you mean like being a jester or something? What are you talking about? No, I think they probably... Or like um, doing, like influencing... Yeah, I think it hinted at the fact that they would help them keep control. Mm -hmm. Like they probably helped them defeat their enemies, Mm -hmm. did, you know, spells, charms, curses, things like that to keep them (gasps) where they are. I wonder if the Medicis were wizards. Ooh, there you go. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, because they had so much influence for such a long time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i wonder that's no, not relevant also i think so that's, that's another thing that we're gonna do in this podcast is yeah. just like throw some random crap out there, there. Yeah. yeah just Theorize. this is literally how the conversation would go if the microphone wasn't sitting here this yeah. is how we would be talking <laughs> to each they, other i think they can tell, tell that yeah <laughs> <laughs> they can tell <laughs> And the first couple may be even harder for you guys because we're going to be trying to fit everything in, but I think we'll get a good flow. Can I just say, to not relate to Harry Potter at all, I can't remember the last time I've said the words Billboard Dad. Oh, in the longest time. Yeah. The longest time. Like, but I surprisingly, I think I said it just a few weeks ago. What? Yes. Yeah. I have a friend at work, a a girl at work, one of my dear friends, she, um, I think you would really like her, but she will talk movies with me at work, and mm-hmm. I think we were talking about Mary-Kate and Ashley not too long ago, and about how one of them um, had Lyme disease, and we were mm-hmm. naming the movies mm-hmm. that they used to be in, and so I did. Oh, I said it weird. a few weeks ago. Yeah. I remember uh, about brother for sale, 25, 25 cents. <laughs> Love that one. Oh or the one, was it to grandmother's house? Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. Oh. That one. We'll talk. That's a Christmas yeah. one. We'll do a whole Christmas special. Ooh, Christmas one. Yeah. Okay, fun. Um, anyway, back to the laws. So another law is the dress code. I'm sorry yeah, for you told you. me this the other day. Yeah. I can't, I didn't know that that was like a law. I thought it was just a generalized societal norm type of thing. And yeah. maybe it became that from the law. But anyway, yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, it was the law because they felt like... Um, as the muggles fashion like evolved if they were to go in to the you know muggle community and they were still dressed in like you know their robes and their pointed hats they would be um spotted identified like it would blow their cover Mm -hmm. so they're allowed to mix with muggles now um there's a point in time where they weren't now they're supposedly are able to but they they are required to wear muggle clothes and um and present themselves Mm -hmm. kind of in a muggle way. And we do see in the books a lot of the older generation trying to do that. Like, trying yeah, to respect and the law, but doing a really bad yeah. job at it. Like, poor Mr. Weasley. Love his oh, heart. And to, yeah. to work in, in the muggle artifacts, <laughs> he, he struggles with it. Yeah. I, think oh, I he's love just, him so much. I, I know. I know. I can forgive him for it. If anything, it makes him better. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. We're going to do a whole episode about Mr. Weasley because yeah. we both love him so yeah. much. I don't feel like he gets enough attention or credit. No. He's amazing. He really is. But yeah, <laughs> he's a good example of that. And I feel like the younger generation... Like, we even see in the movies, they make it very present, um, especially in, like, the third movie on, where they you see them in regular mm-hmm. muggle clothes. And I think that's more prevalent to the fact that there's more and more, quote-unquote, muggle-borns that are coming right, in. Right. And, you know, they stay in touch with their families and their communities, mm-hmm. and if they marry a fellow wizard or witch, they mm-hmm. have to get integrated somehow. Um, yeah. And so they it's more comfortable, it's more mm-hmm. flexible. Um, I see it sense. a lot as, like immigration so when immigrants come to the united states for example yeah a lot of them preserve their culture you know they might they'll maybe they'll speak english or maybe they'll i don't know eat a lot of hamburgers and pizza because mcdonald's fries i mean yeah exactly who doesn't love that yeah um but they still have a quinceanera or they still speak their language at home or whatever Mm -hmm. like they're preserving that part of who they are even though they're in another society as well. Yeah. So, you know, that's like a muggle-born preserving their muggle culture while also integrating somewhat into the magical culture as well. Yeah. And it's natural that they bleed into each other, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you, if you go to, I don't know, 
a gas station, you can get a grande sized burrito, (laughs) you know, it's because it's like, it's integrating into the American culture, Culture. like who we are. It's, it's, I I love that, that that is, we see that happening in the books. We see this integration of, because more and more purebloods, there, there really aren't pure, pure bloods. bloods. I think such. at this point they say that there are some, but I, I don't even yeah. think the Malfoys at this point. I honestly, somewhere doubt there's somebody. Or yeah. there's a lot of inbreeding which going on. Could explain yeah. some why they're so pale and you know, <laughs> yeah. lot less pigment in their hair and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. But yeah, I, I think that's really interesting how the mm-hmm. books reflect a lot of um, just things that are happening all over the world. Yeah. And that's also something we're going to do throughout, throughout this podcast. podcast. We're going to have a little segment mm-hmm. called It's Relevant. Yes. <laughs> Where we yeah. talk about how it's relevant to current events life. and yeah. things. Yeah. Because it really is. Especially as a child. You yeah. know, the, it helps the you things adapt. you go through as a child, going through puberty and stuff like that. I think it's all, yeah. not not just current events, just growing up. In general. It's relevant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know Daniel Radcliffe in an interview, um, multiple interviews, because I stalk him on interviews, because um, I think he interviews well, and I think he seems very humble. And um, Yeah, he does. He has funny stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but he said multiple times in interviews that, like, uh, friends of his have told him um, that, like, if they're sick mm-hmm. or hungover, um, mm-hmm. as some of you may even be listening to us right now, um, <laughs> Um, they might feel like you're over, yeah. <laughs> um, they will turn on the Harry Potter movies, and it just brings them this comfort, kind of mm-hmm. like how you turn on the um, mm-hmm. audiobooks. Mm-hmm. And I get that because I do that. Like when I'm sick, mm-hmm. I want water and I want like tomato soup, and I mm-hmm. want Harry Potter on. And then Not you know, blinky. yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just very comforting. Yeah. And it absolutely is. Well, I wanted to go back really quickly mm-hmm. to magic like yeah. the like the when i say magic i mean like wands and stuff wands. the yeah. use of magic yeah <laughs> that was dumb i want to go <laughs> no. back to magic um i want to go back to the wand thing yeah because something that i thought was interesting that i think about a lot is does using magic require physical stamina of some sort. Absolutely, I think so. Yeah. I think so too. But they never they never express that. And no, absolutely I feel like they hint at it, but they don't that say I miss it. that. Yeah. But it's like it seems like it takes actual physical exertion to do it because yeah. not and I don't mean physical exertion as like lifting your arm, arms obviously. Or anything. Right. But, but like it takes you know, like you're running. Yeah. You know, it takes something out of you. It takes energy from you. Because the, the the best example I have of that is what I was telling you earlier was the Priory and Cantatum. So yeah. where in the fourth book, um, Harry and Voldemort are dueling and their wand beams. They kind of like connect <laughs> they like they yeah. are in the, like the graveyard. Yeah. So yeah. imagine like this just rod of light basically going between the two wands. And J.K. Rowling describes these golden beads on the rod of light kind of pushing back and forth between Harry's wand and Voldemort's wand. wand. Yeah. And it vibrates, you know, and it's like a battle of wills to see who's going to yeah. get the bead yeah. of light. <laughs> Which it one's going to so win? Weird. Who's going to get it's the like bead? It's like he's going to get the wishbone at Thanksgiving. Wand. Yeah, exactly. Ultimately, Harry does, does it. it. Maybe because Voldemort's yeah. like a new baby. That just was born. I don't yeah. know. Well, he was just yeah, a weird yeah. looking little baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a giant snake baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, newly born giant snake baby that didn't have the energy to get it to go through. Bald and all. Yeah. So, yeah, bald and all. That's yeah. right. He had to put on clothes. He was nudie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my god. He gosh. didn't cry, though. No, well, I mean, maybe in in Voldemort's way. I mean, he kind of Wormtail cried as he's like throwing him in. Yeah, Wormtail Mm -hmm. definitely cried, but I mean, the man lost his hand, so I don't think he was crying out of love for. (laughs) He was crying Uh out of his own pain. Anyway, anyway, the beads of light. So the beads of light go into Voldemort's wand. Yeah, and the Voldemort's past 
uh, what do you call it, incantations Since, yeah. emerge from his wand. So all the people he killed, Cedric Diggory, Frank Bryce, the, the guy that took care of the garden at the... Um, yes, yeah, which by the way, Riddle's that house. is so beautifully written. Very sad scene, but very beautifully written, I feel like. Which that scene? part of the book when the where Frank gets killed when it describes Frank and how oh, it gets yeah. the backstory. I mean, yeah. it was like I was immersed, like it was like I was knowing it's, it for the first time. It's way it's more beautiful. interesting than the movie. Uh, yeah, part. for sure. I mean, the movie's just like snippets, like Harry's yeah. nightmare, which it does end up being kind of mm-hmm. like his nightmare, but like it's just snippets. It doesn't even touch yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Snidbits. Yeah. Is that snidbits. a thing? I, I think thought it was so. tidbits. No snippets. I I think it's snippets. Oh my snippets. god, have I been saying this wrong my entire life? I don't oh, know. Maybe no. I have. Well, I don't. I might. Oh. I might have because I grew up between like Eastern Kentucky and Maryland. So like oh. maybe I've like combined two different phrases, maybe. and I've probably been the one saying it oh. wrong. I don't know. <laughs> this is making me question my whole life. <laughs> this is like when I learned that it's all of a sudden. Oh yeah, all of a sudden. I I always said all of the sudden. All of the all of a well, sudden. I've written that in essays and stuff and yeah. i learned that it's all of a sudden like not that long ago yeah. well i hey i'm the one who just realized like five months ago that hedwig actually dies okay guys like i did not it did not even register yeah, with me i love that so i you know. absolutely love that you didn't know that i didn't i don't know uh, I, even in the movie i just didn't register that it was a green bolt of light that hit him i just thought he like was gonna come back. Also, Hedwig's girl. Yes, Hedwig is a girl. You're she. right. Yeah, it is a she. Yeah. That is correct. Yeah, I'm and the only an, snow I'm being so owl. Hermione right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think of the two of us, you would be and more. Hedwig is a girl. <laughs> you would definitely be the more like Hermione. I mean, if you asked my like, I am definitely a know-it-all. You're I definitely. The, well, I don't I get have like these that, moments but... in life where I can hear myself saying, "Lindsay, don't, don't say, <laughs> just don't." <laughs> say anything just be quiet you don't have to but i always do yeah (laughs) i always do see well that that gives you something better though because i don't i don't have that where i say it and it's not until afterwards i'm like oh i probably shouldn't have said that like i don't have that filter that tells me not to correct which is worse though having the filter and doing it anyway or not having it i don't know i think it would depend situational yeah. That would be I a situational. Right. I think yeah. you're right. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> anyway, sorry for being so yeah. Hermione. Snidbits. Yeah. <laughs> um, tidbits. Snidbits. Bidbits. Oh, yeah. No, anyway. at least you didn't grow up with Palm Honor. Palm Honor. Upon my word of honor. It's a whole, okay, whole different segment. Okay, Say what now, Palm Honor? Palm Honor. Upon my word of honor. Yeah. Is yeah. that like a thing from your family or is that uh, a... No, thank God. Um, but from other families that I grew up around who are very great Wait, people. Wait, is this Eastern Kentucky? It is oh, Eastern Oh, okay. Kentucky. Okay, I can yeah. see that. I was thinking Maryland and I'm like, that does not oh, fit with my no, idea of Maryland no, no, at all. No, no. Maryland is, um, Maryland is a wonderful Proper. state. I love Maryland. Yeah. yeah, no, I really do. I would, I would live in Maryland in, in a heartbeat, um, mm-hmm. if... You know, me my and husband my husband and I both could have good jobs. Baltimore recently, it was cool. Yeah, I love the aquarium. It's good. You'll have to do the aquarium next yeah, time. Yeah, it was so yeah. expensive. I anyway, <laughs> we're, we're we're doing what I call momming now. Yeah, we're, now we're, we're going momming. To the okay, mom yeah. Okay, so we'll we'll get back on track. Here. Let me say though, Paul Moner, in my family, we always grew up calling a remote the change net because that sounds like straight up Weasley language, right there. Yeah, because my older brother. Uh, I guess my mom would say, like, I'm changing it. Like, I'm changing the channel. Yeah. Yeah, I'm changing it. So, somehow, remote got called changing it. And I grew up calling it a changing it. And I didn't oh. know. And then in eighth grade, at school, we couldn't find it. And I was like, oh, I found it. <laughs> and I was like, guys, I found the changing it. And they're all like, what? <laughs> Maybe, like, maybe oh, you know. That's not a thing. <laughs> I learned that lesson hard. <laughs> the hard way. Yeah. Oh, it was really embarrassing. So, palm honor, mm. changing it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to physical stamina. Yeah. So, I think that it's not well established in the books. Yeah. I wish it was more It's clearly... very well portrayed in the movies. Very well. Because the way yeah, the actors because you can see, like, it, yeah. Like, I don't know what's yeah. that word. 
not a good time to not be able to remember words. <laughs> like a <laughs> facial expression. Yeah, like that, yeah. like they're doing hard work. You yes, know, that look yeah. of, of work on their face. Yeah, and there's some things where I feel like the movies are better than the books for that reason because it takes yeah. what she describes but makes it more... But yeah, it adds certain things to it, I feel like. Yeah, well, you even even just wand work in general, seeing people move their arms around yeah, and stuff. Yeah, makes it easier. It I could never really visualize that properly. Yeah, well, it like, just swish felt and like somebody flick. holding their arm out and then... Like, until you saw Swish and Flick, you wouldn't yeah. have known to go one side or the other side, you know, no. so... No, definitely yeah. not. We're doing the Swish and Flick, flick moment right now, yeah. movement. You can't see it, but yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so we're at about 45 minutes. Let's talk a little bit more. I yeah. also wanted to talk about the society. So yeah. you said they're governed by law. We mm-hmm. know that. Mm-hmm. Um, the law that they're governed by, so they have their local law, which is like the Ministry of Magic, Magic or Makusa. Yeah. And I think... Which is totally backwards. I'm not a big fan of Makusa at all. Yeah, well... Very, but I think again, it represents, it's relevant. Yeah, it very Re- much represents the It represents yeah. the United States. Versus more so European accurately. Type. Yeah, yeah, I think it really does. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I'm proud to be an American. I'm not saying I'm not, but I do feel like this is, it represents it in a way that people don't want to admit mm-hmm. the problems that are going proud on. to be so. an American idiot. Where you can't bury a muggle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Queenie. God, oh, I love yeah. Queenie. I, I like Queenie and Jacob. Jacob. Um, oh. Anyway. Who I think is a squib, but that's that's the story for a different Ooh. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about that one another time as well. Yeah. Ooh. All right. They also have international law, the International Confederation of Wizards. Yeah. Of which Dumbledore is the head mugwump. Mugwump. Which basically just mugwump. means the head Pumbaa. That has to be mentioned in the fifth book because I it is okay. because he gets that he gets that title stripped from him. So he's the head of the, um, oh what is it called? I looked it up. Do you remember? Oh, the no, it's like the 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 jury in the Ministry of Magic. I can't remember what it's called. I can't ever remember it either. It's got I a weird name. I want to call it like. I don't remember what I called well, it either. Basically, <laughs> the the jury. He's yeah. like the head judge. Judge um, Judy. Yeah, Judge Dumby. <laughs> and he gets that title and the International Confederation of Wizards title stripped from him in the fifth book when he is basically trying to tell the whole muggle, muggle wizard community that Harry is right, that Voldemort came yeah. back. Everybody's like, you guys are nuts, so that's not true. We don't want to believe you. So they take away all of his... Which makes sense Titles. now, because yeah. if you think about it, um, when he sees the flashback in, I think it's the fourth, in Goblet of Fire, the fourth mm-hmm. movie, he sees the flashback where, like, um, Body Crouch and all them, Dumbledore's mm-hmm. part of the jury, but mm-hmm. then when they go in for that scene mm-hmm. with Harry when he's defending him um, for having fought off the Dementors with yeah. Dudley, um, Voldemort, they even tried to move the meeting up so he wouldn't know, and he's there Dumbledore, and he's regular, yeah. Dumbledore mm-hmm. not Voldemort, I'm so sorry, guys. Disregard, I got ahead you're, of myself. No, you're good. They, um, yeah, Dumbledore, because he thinks, because he's mm-hmm. saying Voldemort's back, mm-hmm. they won't allow him to even come to Harry's hearing, so that's why they moved it up. Yeah, um, that's why he's so in tune with the robes. law. He knows yeah. so much about it. He is, um, it's, that's why it's also, like, super awkward, because they're all like, ooh, we just fired you. Yeah. And now he's shown up yeah. and showing them all what's up. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, so he, he, yeah. so basically they have these governing forces, just like we do. Yeah. They have police force, just like we do. It's called the Department of Magical which, Law Enforcement. Yes, which Harry's head of and Cursed mm-hmm. Child. Harry Potter's head of that and the Cursed Child. Yes. Well, he's head of Aurors, isn't he? <laughs> no, no, it's the, um... Department of Magical Law. Yeah. But maybe Aurors is a He started a off as an Auror and he moved up to Of the Department that. of Magical Law Enforcement. They're so. basically like the detectives. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um... Okay, yeah. See, I'm not super familiar with Cursed Child. I read it once. Yeah. <laughs> and then they threw up and cried. And, then... <laughs> and set it on fire. No. Yeah. no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, yeah. Um, well, that was the first Harry Potter book I ever read that I knew my mom would never read. So mm-hmm. I paid lots of attention mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was a lot of aspects I really loved that made me a fan of it. But I can see why people don't. Because some of yeah. the canon and stuff in it is just very far-fetched. Yeah. So... It is. 
I bet your mom is up in heaven reading it. What do you think? Yeah. What do you think? She likes it or she doesn't? Um, I think she probably doesn't. I I think because everything I liked about Harry Potter, mm-hmm. um, like the characters I liked, she mm-hmm. didn't like. She mm-hmm. did not like Snape. Mm-hmm. Um, What's your mom's name? Pinnifer. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Pinnifer. Yeah, like Jennifer, but with a P. Yeah. I see you. Yeah, you I you and her actually have a lot of the same personality a lot, oh. um, which I don't think I've ever told you before, but you do. No. And so like a lot of how you feel about it are things mm-hmm. that she would. Mm-hmm. say or feel about it Aww, yeah so we she's my soul you know. sister yes yeah yeah my soul be very sister's happy. mommy <laughs> yeah yeah she would be very very happy oh, i love that oh that's so yeah. sweet okay sorry i got too close to the microphone there no. <laughs> um, so all right they got law they got police they got school yeah. as we know mm-hmm. we've seen hogwarts we see there's some sort of american school we don't get it's called antimony i think and they so... don't they don't say the name of it in the books no, um, they, they mentioned it. I'm pretty sure, or Avermony, Avermony. I think so because they mention it in Fantastic Beasts. I think it's called Avermony. Avermony. I think so too, because um, Newt Scamander says, "Oh no, Hogwarts is the best ever." Yeah. I mean, that's not how he words it, but that's basically what that. he meant. Yeah. Avermony I think you're right. is a cheap replica. Cheap. Yeah, it's a knockoff. Yeah, it's a knockoff. Yeah. Like so. that event that we went to. Yes. <laughs> oh, we recently we're gonna have to do a whole episode so like on that. that one. Yes. Oh gosh, maybe we should do that for our next one. No, we'll wait a few. We'll yeah. Wait a few. So so Carly and I went to this um, event mm-hmm. in a city over from where we live, mm-hmm. and they tried. They really tried. It was Harry tried. Potter themed, mm-hmm. but it was like we were at an but American. But was it Harry Potter themed? It, it was a little bit. It was like. Magic themed in general. Like with when some you Harry get Potter a Gucci aspect. bag that actually says Gucci. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like they didn't want to say. Kate Spade, but it says Kate Wade. Like they yeah, don't want it. Exactly. Yeah. They had wizards, they had wands, yeah. they had Bobby instead of Dobby. <laughs> yes, know? I took a picture they of had, Bobby. Uh, what was the school called? The pretend school? I don't know, but they had some kind of magic mirror in it, like Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Yeah, so it it was essentially a tent. Yeah. With house tables. Yeah, and awful And you food. would sit down and eat the food that was terrible. Yeah. And that guy that walked around picking on everybody. There was an actor who was trying to be Slytherin-esque, I yeah. think. And Which I pick loved. on everyone. Carly <laughs> was very good at going back and forth with this guy. <laughs> yeah. I every time, time he came like, near it. us, I felt my blood pressure going up. <laughs> and I was like, please don't talk to me. And then he he yelled in my ear, like, right when we got there. Do you remember that? Yeah. I was on my phone, and I said something, and he was like, oh, do ya? Do you have friends? Yeah, and I remember I turned around, and I'm like, yeah, he's like, I'm surprised or something. I'm like, well, it's a close call when you come to an event like this, so I could understand that. Yes, like <laughs> you were so, you were on top of it. I was like, don't. What? <laughs> Social interaction? A deer person <laughs> pretending? <laughs> no. Oh, it was like, well, I think oh, we had this at eight. No I'm sweating. I am sweating you know? thinking about it. Well, do you remember the guy that came up and I was on my phone and he wanted yeah. to see, and he said, what are you doing? I said, pictures. He goes, well, I don't know what that is on that contraption. Show me what picture. And I'm like, oh. And he goes, well, that's not how our pictures are. I go, oh, they move like this. And I touch it and it starts to move because yeah. I have an Apple phone and it's a live picture. And he's like, <gasps> yeah, he was, he was in character. <laughs> But, you know, he was the best actor out of all of them. He was. Like, love his heart. He did a decent job. He was. He just had a bad character. I think he was truly Australian. He had a, Could have been. There were a lot of, uh, there were a lot of really bad accents going on. Yeah. Oh, man. That was my main issue. Like, let's yeah. not. If we're going to be in American school, let's just be, just American. be American. Like, I, not to say that an American has to have an American accent. accent. They don't, but... I guess that is what I'm saying, but I didn't mean but it like that. But only in this situation, because if yeah. you can't act well enough to pull off a different accent, yeah. then then just do your regular no voice. There's no need to if you're supposed to be yeah. Yeah. in just English. Just do anyway. your regular yeah. voice. Oh yeah. lord! I think that's it that's was, what. Yeah, for sure. It was painful. It was really fun. I mean, we're hating on it, but it was really fun. Yeah. It was. A, it was too it was much a money. Good time, yeah, too much money for what it was. But I had fun because I did it with you. Yeah, and we, we got rode to, there like, together. We got to spend time together. Do you remember when they said they were gonna petrify somebody, and we both just turned around and looked at each other, and you were like, 
you can't petrify and i was like yeah, yeah you they, can only so, so there was a there was a the annoying guy goes on yeah. st- it's like a show it's like a dinner show a dinner, we yeah, never established that yeah. so the annoying guy goes on stage and all the other actors that are pretending to be teachers hold out their wands and we're like they're like we're gonna petrify you and we're both looking at each other like what the fucking frack <laughs> Petrify, stupefy. Yeah, exactly. It's called stupefy. Let's get it right. Like, where's the basilisk? I mean, I know, I know that's ultra nerdy, but yeah, no, no. And to petrify, yeah, you have to see the basilisk reflection in something. Exactly. I'm like, is there a basilisk coming out to see you? Yeah, it's got to be the very specific that you don't look look at the the directly in the eyes, but you see its eyes. Yeah, there's a very specific which its eyes aren't red in the movie, by the way. I don't know if you remember that, like it's described in the book. Yeah. Well, pretty much any. I love that that all the bad things in Harry Potter just have red eyes. Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Voldemort's eyes got red eyes. Stay away. Stay away. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't give him red eyes, though, Voldemort. I think that would have been too much. That would have been creepy, yeah. Because the fourth book is already so dark. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, just from what I'm reading and then watching the movie, like, my son loved the first three. Mm -hmm. And he was, like, four years old, five years old, and we had the fourth movie on. And he was loving the Triwizard Tournament, and then all of a sudden he looks up from his Legos, and bam, Cedric Diggory is dead, and here stands this bald Voldemort with no nose, and now he's, like, petrified, which... Probably, he tells me all the time, Mommy, that's not age appropriate, so I probably shouldn't have let him watch it, but he corrects I me all the time. I love that your kid is telling you it's oh, not Oh, yeah, Ghostbusters, Mommy, that's not age appropriate. Oh, Andy loves Ghostbusters. Yeah. See? <laughs> right? I know. Or Men in Black, Mommy, turned it off, yeah. it's not age appropriate. I'm like, okay. Well, jeez. I know, but he loved Indiana Jones when eight people died in the oh, first, like, five minutes, and I turned it off and told him it wasn't age appropriate. <laughs> it's like, No. <laughs> So, but anyway, we apologize. We're going to do about hour-long podcast. This one may run over just slightly because it's our first one. Um, We're doing pretty good. Yeah, we're we're not doing too bad. But anyway, so this event was quite fun, but also very knockoffish. And almost um, the food was a a bust. I was in it for the food, man. I was in it for the food. Yours was awful because you had the vegetarian plate. Well, they screwed up your appetizer. Yeah, so I ate in it. what was it? A pasty. Yeah, with, which was that was the only thing that was that good, was good. Though. Yeah, with chicken pot pie filling. Yeah, I was into that, even though I wasn't supposed to have the meat. It was fine. It tasted yeah. really good. And then the salad was good too. I thought that was good. It was like gillyweed salad, but really it was just mixed greens with some beets and which goat I tried cheese. a bite of, and it was not my. It was jam. a little acidic, but it was good. Yeah. <laughs> now we're turning into a food podcast yes, yeah. um, well it's a big part hey, food is a huge part of harry potter is. especially in the I books yeah. i thought we were gonna have that great hall experience where it's yeah. like abundance i was wanting some eclairs or some i don't know some treacle tart and all these things that they yeah. talk about and the cake was good it was basically like a tres leches yeah cake i ate with, the whipped cream off the top of that it. was good yeah yeah and i told you i didn't want your cake when you offered it to me i yeah. should have eaten it because i'm yeah. still regretting that it was good well, I'm just glad that I had already figured out that Hedwig dies because it looked like they had served me his little legs on a plate. And so I probably would have been demolished if, I mean, it was awful. I mean, it tasted good, but it looked... It was not a liquor. It looked questionable. It I'm very, surprised I ate it. It looked... I'm so sorry to use this word. It looked flaccid. No, it totally did. The That's chicken what she drumsticks. said. But yeah, it totally yeah, did. It looked, it, looked, it looked flaccid and insipid. It was like... Just, they were very pale and, oh, and I had a, basically like a hollowed out pumpkin almost. Yeah. Piece of squash, kombucha squash, I think, with some buckwheat, which, these are things I enjoy. Yeah. But it tasted straight up like dirt. Because it, it, it looked like they scraped everything out and put it in a barrel, yeah. like on top of the ground, and then yeah. just scooped it up and tossed it on your plate. Yeah. That's what yeah. it looked like. It yeah. was not at all. Like, I'm all about eating things from the earth, but I don't want to eat the earth. Yeah. And that's what it tasted like. Yeah. Ew, gross. But anyway, it was, it was fun. We got some, I think I bought some $16 jelly beans. Yeah. And I got that (laughs) wand. My daughter enjoyed them. That foam wand. wand. We still haven't eaten our our candy from it. You haven't? And that was like four weeks ago. Oh, my kid destroyed it. Yeah. I think ours might be expired because I think they were going to expire soon. They had expired candy on sale. For $30. Yeah. Uh, what was it? A chocolate frog. One chocolate frog for $30. Oh, 
Oh yeah, my husband's yeah. video game is making noise. Sorry about I that. I just now heard it. No, you're good. <laughs> just some background music. Like, it's it was magical. Yeah, exactly. Well, oh, see, okay, this is gonna happen though for real yeah. because we're probably gonna have kids barging in. Yeah. We're gonna have ambient noise from yeah. throughout the house, computers, babies crying. It just makes us real, guys. It just means that we're real people. Yeah. And we'll do our best to edit out what we can, but, you know, you're just going to have to accept it. We're real. We're not trying to be anything we're not. <laughs> yeah, for real. Let's not pretend that we're, like, sitting in some studio yeah, here. So we're, yeah, we're in my husband's no. office right now. Yeah, we're, we're not the office ladies, which is another great podcast, by the way. It's mm-hmm. not Harry Potter mm-hmm. related, but I love it because I'm a huge fan of The Office. Um, so shout out to them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they are part of what inspired me to reach out to Lindsay to want to do this. Two best friends doing a podcast about something they love. Just a great mm-hmm. idea. Speaking of which, if you want to do a podcast that you love, you should check out the website that we are using to host our podcast, yes. which is called Anchor. Yes. It's been phenomenal. It's been so much easier than I thought it was going to yeah, be. Anchor.fm. Yeah. Anchor.fm. They host your podcast. You can do monetization if you want to. Mm-hmm. They will put your podcast on various um sites, sites like spotify what is the apple apple one and google um <laughs> yeah. it's called apple, apple. I, i'm apple and and what is the very apple called? android Orange? so yeah. <laughs> yeah um they'll put it on apple they'll put it on google podcasts i think yeah. um it is an amazing tool you can record on it you can edit on it you yeah. can compile all of your recordings and put them together on there you can um keep all of them on there, like, storage-wise. So you can yeah. return to them. You can keep audio files on there. It is an amazing tool that we're very glad to have. It's yeah. free as well. We don't even have to be next to each other to use it. I mean, we can yeah. literally access Just re- it from We could record on our phones directly yeah. onto the app. Yeah. And put it, put it together without even having to be really, together. Yeah, it's yeah. the same thing. Which is, I mean, we prefer to do it together. But, I mean, I'm sure at some point we're definitely going to take advantage of that i mean if something yeah. were to come up like i have a cruise i'm going on in march so yeah. you know yeah. something and like we that. know this is gonna blow up yeah so we get done. <laughs> oh yeah we know we're gonna, gonna have like, fans yeah like get yeah. that podcast out <laughs> I do it <laughs> i know i was thinking we should maybe do like one like i think every other week is a good amount yeah but, well, that's our goal yeah. every two weeks or so so maybe i think do one more next week just to get the first two yeah out, maybe. yeah and then yeah. after that every i think maybe We'll try our best to be consistent. Um, please send us an email if you have anything yes, to we would love to look talk stuff about. Up. Our email address is snitchespodcast at outlook.com. You can go to our website, which is linked on our Facebook. Mm-hmm. The website is a little long, so um, just go to our Facebook. Just search Snitches, Snitches Podcast on pull Facebook, it and it'll yeah. be there. Um, you can also message us on there if that's easier for you. We would love to hear from you. We would love to hear what we said that was wrong. Yeah, because I'm sure <laughs> so we it's can correct there. ourselves. Yeah. yeah, or any suggestions that you have for things to talk about. I think it'd even be fun to have like special guests on sometimes. Yeah, you know, I like friends so or too. family that we have that are really into Harry Potter. So if you really like Harry Potter, let us know. Yeah, and maybe maybe you can like come to my house, come to Carly's house, and yeah, uh, talk with us. That would be really fun. Yeah, we would love that, and yeah. we are. Um, Part of what's really great about our friendship is, as you can tell, we don't always agree, but we always get along, and we don't get offended by the other one. So if you Uh -uh. have certain theories that you just want to hear discussed or looked into, we would love to do an episode on some of those. Yeah, totally. So shoot us a message. That'd be cool. That would make us feel so special. Yeah, it really would. We'd be (laughs) like, like, I listened. That would be so awesome. Like, don't we don't want to be the only ones listening. I bet my husband will give a courtesy listen. Probably probably yours will too. too. Although, to be fair, mine will probably just turn it on and let it play while he's like in the shower. Oh, shout out to the only other Harry Potter lover in my immediate family. Hey, brother, what's up? I'm not going to say your name just in case you want it to be private or something. But um, you know who you are. I'm happy that you're in my family and that you read Harry Potter because it took him forever, but no one else did. He's yeah. the only person I have. So Aww. I'm glad I have him and I have you. <laughs> yes, yeah. And I got to say a special thanks to the to my friends at work because I have driven these girls crazy 
I literally have talked about Harry Potter mm-hmm. nonstop to the mm-hmm. point that, like, I can tell the look on their face. Someone who usually doesn't, like, pick up or care can just tell the loss of interest. Yeah. But the not eyes glaze. Yes. Th- that's what I mean. They're, they're smiling and nodding at me, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, that's great. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're proud of you. This mm-hmm. is wonderful. But I can see the glaze. And I just, I just want to say, I know that you guys are going to listen to at least this first one for me. And I appreciate that, and I appreciate you putting up with me, and it's been amazing. Yeah, and shout out to my husband for giving us this microphone. Yes, Yay. yes, thank you. Thank you that for was so that. Nice. And that Carly was awesome. for getting us these headphones that we don't know how to use yet. Uh, yeah, we'll figure we haven't figured that out, but we'll, we'll get better at it. It sounded like a stethoscope, which I'm used to, but yeah. I don't think that's what I need for, yeah. <laughs> for this. No, no. It, it no. shouldn't sound like it's coming from the inside of someone's no. chest cavity. No. <laughs> There's something wrong. Yeah, something wrong with <laughs> We'll that. figure it out. Um, I would like to say one more shout out. Yes. And these people have no idea I'm shouting. They don't even know I exist. Um, But I watch a YouTube channel Uh called Super Carlin Brothers. Mm -hmm. And um, they do all these random theories and things like that. So you'll probably see their link, at least on our Facebook page, Mm -hmm. um, because... Some of their their information is just wonderful, and I don't ever want to rip it off. I want to give them credit for that. No, so, yeah, 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 absolutely. So we'll definitely yeah. have that link put up so that you can um, go. We'll have any link we talk about we'll have on our Facebook um, so that you can have access yeah. To, yeah. to that. But I just want to give a shout-out to them. They've been doing it for, like, eight years, and they've yeah, got all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah, I think stuff. that's great. Yeah. yeah. So props. Yeah. All right, I think we're done. I think so, too. That was Thank a good one, Thank you all so much yeah. for listening. Thank you. And we had fun, and... Keep snitching. Yeah, keep snitching, (laughs) y'all. See ya.